Welcome to Life is a Metaphor mini podcast where we explore the many metaphors that life has to offer. So this metaphor might make me sound like some raging egotist that thinks I'm above everyone else, but I'm willing to take the risk because I think it's valuable to listen to metaphors and or like ideas in it can be absolutely valuable or interesting, like food for thought or give you some little perspective shift, even if the metaphor isn't totally true or even if there's like fault in the metaphor and there's definitely fault in this one I mean it doesn't line up perfectly or work every time and there are definitely little errors and things in it but it was fine I was actually doing this with a friend we were talking about this metaphor and we were elaborating on it there was like fault in a lot of places with it Um, And it did totally sound like we were total jerks, (laughs) but because it was between two friends and we kind of knew where each other stood, it was fine to do. It was like a safe place to just like explore it anyway for, for the ideas that it could kind of generate or for any clarity or any value that the metaphor did have. So I'm going to give you guys the same trust and think, you know, we can do this. It's amongst friends and we can grab whatever value does come of it uh, without getting too attached to like the actual metaphor itself. I mean, does life ever work exactly how a metaphor is said? No. And do I actually think that there are, because I'm about to like get into the metaphor and like, do I actually think that, you know, some people are, you know, just beneath others or something. No, no. In fact, we were trying to use this metaphor to describe how there are these differences among people, but it still didn't have to be a devaluing of the people. So anyway, this was just kind of the metaphor. Here it goes. Basically, that And this one's not new. I mean, it's not brand new anyway. I've heard a lot of like spiritual people talk about like the soul evolves or that people live lots of lifetimes. And I'm not saying one way or the other whether I even believe that at all. So, I mean, this is not, this is what metaphor is about. (laughs) It's poetry. You talk about things as if for whatever enrichment that brings, whatever perspective that can give. Um, So, you know, Let's pretend for the sake of this metaphor that, yeah, yeah, maybe, you know, um, souls are living lots of different lifetimes or something like that. Um, There's like old souls and young souls. And that's why I said this is not a new metaphor. People totally use the term like, oh, he's an old soul. He's like ahead of his time or, you know, an old soul usually means that it's been somebody that's kind of mature and they might have lived many lifetimes to get that maturity or they maybe they just seem like it and we're just using a term called old soul. But anyway, sometimes we don't talk about like the young souls, you know. Um, instead, we think like, oh, yeah, those people, they're sheeple. They don't understand anything. They're so stupid. What are they doing? They're just like following orders and like doing whatever's easiest and like living in their little comfort zones and sometimes we think that everybody needs to break out of that and everybody should and why and we kind of like make it cool to um you know be doing something else beside you know not following the norms and not doing the the nine to fives and even though a lot of this might sound like diminishing like the whole point I was actually speaking 
to my friend about this is because it was sort of to point out like, you know, it doesn't have to be like that. It doesn't have to be that the people who are following the rules or doing the little comfortable things or whatever are looked down upon like total sheep that are stupid and missing the point in life. Like somebody um, was even saying like, yeah, it's like they're living out a jail sentence and they're not doing anything and they're just like basically waiting to die or something like that. And then you see though that that's not true for all of them. I mean, maybe some people are like really kind of living a life that isn't of their choosing. But then there are also other people who love like the little compartments and checking the boxes and they're fine with it. Like they're amused with the the things that um, seem to be so standard and sheeple-ish. Um, and there seems to be some fairness in that too. So anyway, we started talking about this and fleshing this thing out like, okay, so what if it is like, um, there's old souls and there's young souls, you know, we don't have to like shame the young souls for being young. They're young. Like, just like we don't shame little kids for liking toys. I mean, we shouldn't. They like toys. Like they're really amused and excited by playing like My Little Pony, you know, and so the people who are really into and they can and they're doing good work there, you know, like they're really working out skills in life. They're working out um, they're, they're doing little simulations and they're, you know, learning things and they're getting their way to the point where they are interested in more. But for now, they're not interested in any more. They're young. They're kids. And so some people's souls are like kids and they're not less than because they're kids. They're just kids and we should love and take care of our young. And there's plenty of ways that those simple little souls are beautiful and cute to watch, you know, and sometimes other souls that are older might think, damn, I wish I could be like amused with that simple stuff, you know? Um, yeah. Cause I mean, we even think that about like kids, like, oh, that wouldn't that be great to just like play dollies all day. And, and the thing is, is if you did play dollies all day, you wouldn't be amused by it anymore. Cause you just like were ready for more and you couldn't be interested in doing model pony all day anymore you know like you you had to move to a different area your interests shift your being expanded you know your soul grew or aged and so you couldn't just stick with that stuff anymore so I don't know I feel like that concept kind of gives us a different way to talk about it where it's like okay so you know when you see a person that's totally playing at a game that no longer amuses you, you know, it's like, oh, I don't want to do that kind of lifestyle or the nine to five or whatever. Um, you don't have to like think less of them. Like you can look at them like a child and be like, oh, it's, it's totally what they need to do. Like they absolutely like do it, do it, you know, um, live that life. Like, you know, follow all the rules and like have everything planned out for you and compartmentalized. And like, if that is working for them and that is truly at their like level of maturity, then do it, do it because you need to. And, you know, you might need to do it for 15 more lifetimes until you want to do all the other stuff. But what we do, unfortunately, is like glorify adulthood and we do it in real life too, where we glorify adulthood. Like it's the only way to be and you're an idiot and you're childish if you, you know, and we use these negative terms. And so like, here we are in this like world kind of glorifying 
like being an out of the box person and not having a nine to five. And I mean, there's plenty of people that are in between. You know, there's also systemic problems, like maybe nine to five isn't the best way to make people work and we need to change the system. But, you know, we, we value and like look down on or make it cool to like not have a regular type of job or not, you know, follow all the little boxes or do what the Joneses are doing or, you know, not live your life according to creature comforts and simple little things that you can feel reliable and secure about or, you know, whatever. We definitely create a system where it's like kind of uncool to do that. And like I said, we do that to children too with adulthood. And when we do that, things get unhealthy, you know, because as you can see with children that start to believe that being a child is a silly or stupid thing or that they're less than, um, that creates an unhealthy situation in the child. And then they start trying to play at being an adult when they're not ready for it. You know, I mean, need I say more? (laughs) There are like bratty little kids who are stomping around trying to take adult levels of authority or responsibility or power, you know, like, no, do what I want, you know, and of course, there's also just like, silly childishness in that too, of just like being a hedonistic kind of basic human that just wants everything to work the way you want it to. Of course, we all have that. That's everybody, uh, you know, and the children are acting on it. But I'm talking about when you see a kid that I say is is more of what I would identify as a brat, because they're not just a child that doesn't get that they're not the only being in the universe. (laughs) Um, They are beyond that. They are actually kind of a brat because they are trying to take power over the adult. They're trying to play with power. They're trying to dominate. They're trying because they think that's what being an adult is like, you know, Um, they're trying to manipulate. They're just stomping around insisting on adult level status. And they're not ready for that. And that's when things go awry. And how is it that that happened? Well, it's because in the world that they live in, whether it's their home life or school life or, you know, somebody somewhere told them that being a child was less than. And, you know, what you really want to do is be an adult. Only the adults can do it. No, those are for the adults. No, we're having an adult conversation. No, only adults get to do that, you know. Well, once you've done things like that, you've glorified being an adult and sort of diminished being a child and not given everybody their proper dues and, like, you're going to create an imbalanced structure. And I feel like we're doing that, too, in some ways with the whole out-of-the-box thinking. I mean, it's great. We want lots of aged and mature souls. Having aged and mature souls is a great thing. But unfortunately, I mean, somebody was making a comment the other day. um, In fact, it was, (laughs) I'm just realizing, like, I actually had this conversation with not just one of my friends, but two. And it was one of those friends that, um, you know, we kind of were fleshing out this metaphor. But he originally was like, kind of rolling his eyes and like, dude, this is really kind of getting off rails that like everybody now is trying to like have a some sort of influencer type of job or like some, you know, everybody's trying to like create their own business or have some side hustle or have some influencer position or, you know, because they've been told that that's the cool thing to do. You don't go and get a job at some company. It's like cooler now to start your own thing. And, and everybody's got four billion different Instagram accounts for the four billion different businesses they're trying to start. And, um, but it's all, you know, because of it's like a, it's a dream or it's a lifestyle that they're thinking that they want. 
and he was saying like sometimes he thinks that maybe that's like ill-informed you know like I don't know if they really want what it is because for many people it's a way better fit to just live a different um, kind of life and I think it's kind of the same like what he's pointing to is sort of what I was saying about okay so now you know, maybe some of the older souls that are really not able to at all play by the rules or do this simplistic patterning or anything like they really are needing to do all these other things. They have started to kind of look down at the people who are living that life and like glorified the position of, you know, being so, I don't know, unique or something like that. I mean, that's definitely a thing going around where everybody, but that might be just a human thing. Everybody wants to feel unique. But I think that it's like they're glorifying being an old soul and being a young soul is not glorified. I mean, it's as simple as that. I'm trying to explain it and I'm trying to explain it and it's actually just as simple as that. You know, they're glorifying like being angsty and having all this stuff and, you know, having to like pave an entirely new path. You know, like you've got to literally um, go into wilderness territory and like chop new trees and break new ground and like pave an entire path. Um, and that's the thing that's being valued more. Uh, and it's not fair in some ways because the younger souls, like, that's going to be miserable for them, just as miserable for them as working a nine to five or walking on a already paved path would be for an older soul, you know? So anyway, this is why we were coming up with this metaphor. And yeah, we were talking about how, okay, there's like the younger souls who are playing My Little Pony still, you know, and it may like seem silly to older souls, but if they could just try to look at it as important work that they're doing, just like when kids are playing with dolls, and if they can try to still look at it with like love and cherishing those sweet kids, you know, because those sweet kids really matter to them. I mean, the worst thing we can do is like write them off as like idiots that are basic, you know, sub-level humans. I mean, it's sort of precious work that needs to be done for all of us. Your children need to grow up, you know, and there are fucking full grown adults that are children's spirits, you know, or like souls, you know, young souls, and they are needing to do their children thing, do the child thing, enjoy model ponies, play it and do that important work to like grow yourself, you know, and the older souls do your thing. Don't be shaming or hating on the younger ones. And just because you're kind of pissed and life hasn't been, I mean, because with the adults, it's like, yeah, we, we have a much more complicated situation. And the same goes for the adult souls. Like, you know, if I'm talking literally adults and children, adults have more of a complicated situation. They could sometimes get jaded or maybe even like jealous because they wish it were simpler. Um, and then so they just talk down about the kids uh, to, to sort of make themselves feel better. And, you know, but it doesn't it doesn't need to be all of that. It's like, you know, we're all at where we are and there's benefits to being an adult and there's benefits to being a child and like everybody needs to do their thing and same thing goes for souls you know the old souls like yeah i'm sure it is heavy for you you know just like it is for adults like you old souls probably have a heavy burden to bear a lot of complicated moving parts a lot of difficult territory to to like cover and you know forge all those new paths man that's got to be exhausting i get it you know but the way to unburden yourself or to blow off steam from all that you're juggling isn't to you know just kind of make yourselves different or distanced or above uh the children you know that doesn't that doesn't end up working out well in the long run 
So, um, yeah, we talked about basically seeing it this way. And then there's one little category in the middle, too, though, because it's like, yeah, but, you know, some people really are in a prison and they really are living a life that's just like a placeholder, like waiting their jail time sentence out. Um, and they really are miserable, you know, and so they really do need to get out of their nine to five. And it really is time for them to grow up. Yep. There's a category of those people, too. I mean, you know. It's not just that the people that are doing basic stuff shouldn't be doing basic stuff. Some people really should because that is appropriate for their soul age. Others, though, are playing out a middle ground limbo. Okay. Um, and that's where the like beckoning of the older souls, like calling to those souls in the middle that are like adolescents, you know, that beckoning of the older souls like is really effective and it is really helpful and it should be done, but it shouldn't be done in a diminishing way. So just like with adolescence, right? I have an adolescent daughter, so, oh, I can tell you about this. Um, but there are souls that are in between. They have only up until now done all of the My Little Pony child stuff. Like they've done the basic things and maybe they are continuing to do basic things because that is what they know and that is what they're comfortable with. And they're kind of not wanting to transition because it's a little scary, you know, but they are ready to grow. They are supposed to, you know, grow into adulthood or the next stage, whatever that is, you know, I mean, an older, they're supposed to age or up level as a soul kind of, you know, and they're ready for it, but they are dragging their heels or they're just not sure or nobody's helping them or it's easier to stay in childhood and just stay with the easy stuff because it is so clearly laid out, you know, forging your own path is a little intimidating and it's just easier to go with the grain. Those people are the ones that need the older souls to be like, come on, get your ass in gear, let's do this, you know, and also those are the people that are kind of miserable. They are the ones who, the reason they're miserable is because they aren't growing. The folks that are doing the basic stuff who are still totally growing and amused by playing dollies or by playing My Little Ponies or by doing the basic stuff or by, you know, checking the boxes in their lives and like following the the plan laid out for them from generations before and they are the sheeple people that people are calling sheeple but like I'm saying let's give them a different name here but you know those people that are still growing and that are still thoroughly in a state of joy and amusement by doing those basic things those people need to still still do it you know that's exact that's beautiful you know no shame needs to be put on them they don't need to be told that it's cooler to to be an older soul because then they're going to start trying to bypass and get ahead of themselves and basically be a brat like what we were talking about before where they're trying to get ahead of themselves and play at a game that they're not ready for yet and it's just problematic but you know the adolescents they need the encouragement and the nudging and you know the convincing like we need they need to be convinced otherwise you know that the doing the basic things they need to be convinced to do something more than just the basic things so that is the relevant group that like actually does need a little nudge and a little convincing but not by shame i mean just like i said we don't treat our adolescents 
that way in life. We don't treat our teenagers, or at least it doesn't work if we do, right? Um, and it is hard. I mean, I'm a mom and as I was saying, I mean, the, the, that is a balance. I can tell you, I struggle with, it's hard. It's always hard to know if you're like coddling them and not making them push enough and letting them kind of do the basic stuff too much because, oh, you know, she doesn't want to, or, oh, she's still got so much kid in her. And, you know, you're sort of letting them stay in the kid zone too much or the other end of it is like pushing too hard and like shaming them and like, come on, this is ridiculous. You should be able to do this. You know, like there's something on either side, you know, and it's hard to strike that balance in between, but the effort should be made, or at least it's interesting to me to look at this as a metaphor like that and see like, yeah, okay. So the nudging folks to come out of basicness is really only relevant for the adolescents who are truly not growing in that basicness anymore, you know, and it isn't everyone. We shouldn't be like forcing everyone out of um, adolescent or out of basicness because it's still working for some people. And we can do it in a way where we don't just kind of leave them there like, all right, whatever, they're not going to do it. Just let them sit and rot in basicness. I mean, we can like actually nudge them. We don't have to coddle them and let them stay kids and do basic stuff forever so that they're actually not capable and they're not growing and they're not really um, feeling satisfied with life. But we also, I mean, we also can't do it for them. And we also can't shame them either and it doesn't work to do that shaming that heavy shaming where we're just glorifying being an adult um you know i mean yeah adults uh have a hard complicated time but it's not even good for adults to think that adulthood is the only valid way of you know it's not even good for adults to have adulthood glorified, even though it like might make us think that it helps ease our turmoil with all the complicated things that we're dealing with. And I'm saying the same for the old souls, you know, the old souls, like it doesn't do them any good either to think that old souls are the only ones that are valuable beings that are really getting things done and that are forging new paths and that they're the only ones that are like getting us anywhere as a society. I mean, it's not... It's okay to give them some really great credit where credit is due. They do deserve to be valued, but they don't deserve to be glorified either because it's not good for them either. You know, it's not good for all of us because as a group, I mean, let's just put it this way. Would a society, uh, if we're using this metaphor of like old people, <laughs> would a society of only adults really be what we're after? Would that really work? Would that society work? I mean, we need the young people to keep the generations going, you know, like it's, and that's having to do with age and like biological reasons. But, you know, I think a lot of times we start pushing for this, like, let's all be old souls because old souls are more valuable and they're, you know, and let's all, that's what we're all aspiring to, like, let everybody be as evolved as they can be. I mean, we do want that. We absolutely want that. But there's like different layers that it happens. I think that we do grow past things as a society. And that's great. Like, we might be at the point where we can drop the archaic idea of nine to fives. Like we might be past that as a society. Great. Um, let's drop it then if it's really done. But if there's still a lot of people that are really getting something from that because, you know, dollies, they're still enjoying playing the dollies and they're still growing there, then let's not call it retired because we're not totally retired with it. But 
but there might really and truly be certain ideas. I mean, and it's a great when we do as a full society evolve past certain ideas that are just like we're done with them. Great. That means everybody is moving. Okay. But then sort of shaming all the folks that are like along for the ride, you know, that it, when it's not a whole societal transition that are still, you know, at these various different ages and stages of soul development, that part sucks because then it gets everybody kind of amped up and stressed out and thinking that like, yeah, so, you know, everybody, everybody, nobody should make a warning path. Nobody should be walking down warning paths. Uh, nobody should be like doing that kind of thing in life. Everybody should be making totally new paths like freestyle uh, where everybody is forging totally new, uh, cutting down trees and, you know, cutting and clearing a totally new path from nothing that was total wilderness before. Is that what everybody should be doing? Like, I don't know. That's not the only valuable thing. But when we kind of tie it to all this value where it's like, oh, well, the real, and we always tie it to wealth, you know, um, where it's like, oh, well, you know, the really wealthy people, the people that are um, super smart and really valuable, they don't have nine to fives and they don't do anything like according to the norms. They just do everything extra. And okay, like, I think that, that it is really valuable. We shouldn't not value our old people, our old souls either, right? So like, I... Old souls don't get enough credit, neither do old people, right? So we should value them. But then sort of overvaluing it or like reacting by swinging the other way and making it so that like the only thing that's cool or valued or anything is, you know, doing it all this way. Like you can't be a sheeple and you can't do anything um, on a warning path. Don't do that. That's ridiculous. You're a loser. You're not going to be rich. You're not going to be comfortable. The only people that are having real fun are the people that are like doing nothing. They don't even have a job. They don't have a nine to five. They're just, you know, uh, this is actually part of what my, um, friend that I was talking to was saying was like, okay, so like, everybody is like being told on Instagram that they should all be influencers and have these like businesses and 10 different businesses and side hustles and everybody should be forging new ground. And, you know, we're, we're all supposed to do that. Like, you know, 20 years ago, everybody was supposed to get a job and be some particular thing with some particular title. And now like all of a sudden, everybody's supposed to not have a job. You're freaking lame if you have one, you know, a regular one. You should have like a cool made up one that you created yourself. And that's, I mean, again, if our society is actually evolving that way, freaking fabulous. I mean, you know, I would love to see the evolution, but let's make sure we're not leaving people stranded. You know, let's make sure that we are really all uh, ready to jump on that particular new train track. You know, is everybody ready? I mean, if so, like, can everybody like, I'm fine to leave nine to fives behind and I'm fine to leave the concept of everybody having a particular job with a particular title. Uh, let's leave it behind if we're ready, you know, if we're ready. But let's not also leave it behind by simply making something else cool, you know, and like stressing people out on the hamster wheel of coolness that they need to run and hurry and catch up and be that, you know, um, especially like I said, it creates brats. It creates like kids that think that the only cool way to be or the only valid way to be is an adult and that they're lame otherwise. And so they're just trying to do adult things when it's not actually 
going to be fulfilling or like having them grow, right? Because they're not going to grow if they're children trying to be adults. They're only going to grow if, you know, so just like we said with the adolescents, like the adolescents in the soul metaphor here are that are not growing are miserable. If they're still doing basic stuff and they're actually ready for more, they're not being challenged, they're not growing and they're miserable. Well, the children who are trying to skip steps and be adults, they're not really growing either. You know, they're just imposters or playing at something, you know, and they don't really get what they're playing at. They're not really ready for the game they're playing, you know, and so they're not growing. They're totally just, yeah, playing a game that they're not ready to play. It's not, yeah, it's not their game. And so they're miserable also in a way. It's not helping anyone if people aren't growing. Let people stick to where they're actually growing. And that's sort of, yeah, just the other component to that my friend was mentioning where it's like, all right, so now it's cool for everybody to do this. And it sort of sucks because it's all based on coolness. And what if it's not, you know, what if it's, I mean, like I was saying before, in a society, is it actually what we want to have every person be an old soul or be an old person? I think sometimes we really get confused and think so. We think we want everyone to be an old soul because then we'll have arrived. You know, then everybody will be so freaking evolved. Everybody will be an old soul. I mean, I get the allure of that. I totally get the allure of that because what is actually being said in that is that we want to get to a point where our society is evolving. You know, we do want to drop old ideas and it has been a very successful trip down this road of dropping old ideas. Drop the nine to five idea. If it is old and outdated and like we're ready to move beyond it as a group, let's do it. You know, so that I get, but we don't just want only old souls because like that would die off. Like the population wouldn't work. And I understand it doesn't work. Like I said, biologically, we're not talking about the same, the metaphor doesn't line up perfectly here, but we all get a lot from each other. The young souls get a lot from the old souls. The old souls get a lot from the young souls. Let's stop competing and stop making it so that one group can be cool and the other can't. I mean, everybody can be absolutely intelligent and absolutely cool and absolutely satisfied and absolutely valuable in their own spot. And you know, you can be really valuable forging totally new ground and, and you know, walking on a path that's never been walked before. Absolutely. And you can be absolutely valuable walking down a worn-in path, too. And you can be absolutely valuable and cool to be a young kid because you can inspire those older uh, souls and they can look at you and smile and bring so much joy to their heart. And the freaking old souls can do the exact same thing for you young souls where it's like it can be also beautiful and wonderful and valuable to be a old soul because the younger crew is inspired by that and it makes them smile and you know so it's like that's the part I guess that uh you know it's like okay here's the metaphor I think it's an interesting one to consider hopefully it's not too insulting to think of you know some souls as young and some souls as old I think that's kind of the point. I was hoping it would be like a metaphor that could level some of that out and realize like oh it's not that any one is more valuable than the other. They all have great things about them and like we need them all. And yeah, like it doesn't have to be a cool points thing or a value, valuable versus not valuable thing. 
Um, even though we do sometimes look at it that way, but I didn't, I don't know if it was like too diminishing for people to be called old and young, um, in their evolutionary soul journey, but it's not, you know, like young isn't an insult. Um, it's totally needed. I mean, they just, they got to grow. It's you, the young of our society biologically, like are needed. Yeah. So that whole point was for whatever it's worth all you know whatever interesting things can be in this metaphor and also just to kind of bring up the the bigger overarching thing of like kill the competition man <laughs> like uh kill the like only valuing one or like you know one being valuable makes the value of the others diminish uh you know it's something that we still do so subconsciously and it never gets us anywhere great. Like, when is that idea going to cycle out and just, like, get gone? <laughs> um, oh, well. All right, see how you like the metaphor. Thank you so much for listening. I've always loved playing with ideas and deepening in any way that I can. I find it brings connection back. It enlivens you, especially if you're using real play and games to do it. So come and check out all the games and stuff that we've got going on at bringconnectionback.com.